Hello. Hello. And welcome back to uh, the second episode of our now titled limited series podcast. Hooray. <laughs> you said 100 miles. <laughs> little, little confused, little afraid, a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What is this? I don't know. Uh, I, I am Bob, and uh, joining me again today, uh, the wonderful Sass. Hello, hello. And uh, yeah, we we uh, you know we 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 made the big step. We got to episode two. I'm very excited for us. You know, because a lot of times you can do like episode one, and then hey, everybody does episode <laughs> one. We have follow through. Exactly. Follow through. Click and subscribe. Wait, what? <laughs> Tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, well, that's kind of a funny thing, actually. So, because um, you know, I got I got the first episode up, and then like I'm like, oh, I, I should send this out because you know, ostensibly, I want people to hear this. I'm recording it. I'm publishing it on the internet to various uh, stores. Uh, My mom did ask about this, so she'll listen. So that's one person. Yes, we got one. Hi, mom. (laughs) (laughs) But we, but then I was like, "Ooh, I was, I was getting ready to send it to the Slack," and I was like, "Ooh," but I don't want them to judge me. (laughs) (laughs) So a stranger's opinion. I I don't know. I don't know about that. But so, um, so yeah, I think. What's it been like? Three weeks or so? At least three. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Because we're we, your race is this weekend, so it's yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn, time flies. Oh, the race. So Bob, um, why don't you why don't you tell me what your prep for the race has been? Uh, any any concerns? Any weather checks? Anything <laughs> like that that you may have been doing in the last couple? So, uh, let's see. Let's take a look at, at the weather forecast for for this race, uh, which is a 24-hour race. It's called Christmas in July in Lyle, Illinois. Um, and uh, it, it, so I'm running the 24-hour. They also have a 12, a 6, and then a 3-hour fun run. Um, and so let's see. Saturday. Uh Low of 68, a high of 90. Oh, God. Uh, oh, now they're calling for light rain in the morning. Um, then overnight, maybe some more rain. Uh, yeah, so like, so it'll be really, really hot during the day. And then maybe there's some rain. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, have you put aside some time after this race to thoroughly apologize to your body? Like you, you you're gonna take mm-hmm. it to a spa. You gonna you gonna buy it a nice meal. You gonna write it a poem. I don't know. Like, cause this is this is a lot to put yourself through. I was pondering in my sleep last night. I should get book a massage at least. <laughs> yes, yes, you should for your for your calves and your your glutes and your you know all the your back in general will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is this is going to be interesting. I I you know, I signed up for this race um because I was looking for something over the summer that would be long and kind of help me prepare for running a hundred in at tunnel hill and uh this was close it was on a weekend that wasn't taken by something else and that was pretty much it um i pretended to like i wasn't signing up for a race in the middle of july um, no, that's good. Yeah you, yeah, you tricked yourself into it. Yes, exactly. That's funny because that's how I I get myself to run in general. I had a cousin <laughs> ask me once, like, how do you, how do you, you know, uh, just you know, pump yourself up to run? I'm like, I don't pump myself up. The minute I wake up, I just put my running gear on and get outside. Yes. So by the time I'm like fully awake, I'm really surprised that I'm a mile into this. Hmm. 
Like what? What? Where are we? Yeah, like we're, we're running. And Calm now, down. And you're already sweaty. You're gonna have to shower. You might as well keep going. You can you can make scrambled eggs after this. It'll be great. <laughs> Ooh, scrambled eggs. Always good. Mm. Well, it's it's funny, Bob. I've been thinking about it a lot. Like you and me are are very we we both love running, but we're both very different types of runners. Because mm-hmm. like you are very you love the longer distances, and you are constantly kind of looking for a challenge. I don't necessarily like. I I think of running past a five k, and I'm like, nah, that's that, that's not right to me. <laughs> that's a mm, that's a no because at some point in my my head, my brain is gonna start going like, what have we done? <laughs> what are you doing? This isn't fun anymore. Like we can get lost in this. Now we're just talking thinking about our knees. <laughs> it's interesting right because i mean that's the it's one of the fun things about running is like there's you know whether you're you know just by changing the distance you you, you're looking at such different kinds of running Mm -hmm. and it's it's funny because i'm I'm doing orange theory right now and i'm doing a lot more sprinting than i think i've ever done in my life Mm -hmm. and i i don't dislike it but i in my back of my head every time i do it i'm kind of going i really hope this helps my long distance running like otherwise this it feels like cheating <laughs> like it just doesn't feel real i'm like oh yeah okay we're gonna we're running here at orange yeah it's fine this, i'm doing it too yeah i love it i love it but uh it's 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 yeah i'm i'm a little bit of a princess in compared to you because it's been pretty hot out around us and i'm like nah that's not good <laughs> and then you're 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 like sending me photos of like here's all the gear i've got to prep for the hundred miles i'm about to run <laughs> i've got so much gear i've i really it's it's kind of like the amount of stuff i'm going to take to this race is a little stupid and and it's kind of you know when i signed up for it i wasn't crazy about the idea of it because it's a loop course it's a one mile loop oh so you're just gonna go around and around and around yes okay interesting yes okay so um but the nice thing about about that one you'll actually see other runners you'll get to you know probably run with other people for a little yeah. while get to talk to people it's a, it's a more social environment um and also you know you can have a pretty hefty aid station that you set up for yourself um and and part of what i wanted to do was like to have the opportunity to like figure out how to work through problems in an environment where i can mm-hmm. you know Every mile I can stop and sit down and look at my feet and say, you're getting a blister here. This is what you need to take care of now. Um, and this, this, so, and this will probably come back later when you're in the middle of the trail and you're five miles from an aid station and you don't have your full kit here. So I, I, I'm intentionally taking way too much stuff knowing um just so i can figure kind of figure things out and then figure out what can i leave when or what you know what do i need to make sure i get into my pack or in the drop bags at longer races so in a way like it wasn't it wasn't super appealing to me at first not even for the heat the weather looks terrible but, <laughs> but does it just a Doesn't little bit. Terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it was just like oh, I'm just gonna run around in a circle for 24 hours. But that's actually really smart. Like it's a good kind of like data gathering adventure. Like, mm-hmm. do you have something you're planning for after this, or there's just this, just kind of in general? Like you know, you're gonna keep doing longer races, so it'll be good to have this in your back pocket. Well, I think for me, it's I don't know. So I, what I've always said is. This year has been is about figuring out what distance I really want to 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 focus my energy on for running. You know, if I stick at if I get through a hundred and I say, you know what, this was too much. This this is just too draining, uh, too much impact on my life, mm-hmm. or I just didn't enjoy it. Um, I can say, okay, that's not for me. And I can focus on, you know, uh, I did enjoy the 50 mile race I did, mm-hmm. um, or marathons, uh, instead. I think, I, I don't think I would, I don't think I'll ever get away from marathons. I really like the big race atmosphere of a marathon. 
um, at least the big marathons, is pretty cool. So well, I think before talking to you, I just assumed the longest they would let you run like legally was a marathon. <laughs> and then you started coming. I think you were the one who told me about like the dopey challenge at Disney. Yep. Um, which sounds like absolute insanity to me. But I really thought like, okay, there's it can't get longer than that, right? <laughs> And then every time I would see you, you would have it like, oh, I'm running like 75 miles. Ah, I'm going to run like 100 <laughs> miles, like uh, through a hill. And I'm going to have like, so- I'm going to carry somebody on my shoulders this time. And it's going to be great. But like, I'm, I am very interested in this. Like when you do these very, like, okay, I do a 5k, I'll do like, you know, seven miles or something like that. And then, you know, if I'm racing for the rest of the day, I'm, I'm not out exactly, but I'm a little more spacey. I'm a little mm-hmm. hungrier. Um, and I've kind of seen you after a couple of races, you know, sort of the same thing. But what are things that you run into, like, within, you know, because I, I run into, like, second day sore, or, like, the day right after I'm fine, yeah. the second day is when everything kind of crashes into me. Mm-hmm. Do you run into something like that, or are there, are, there, are there kind of things you have in place at this point to kind of help your body out? Because these are really intense on, yeah. like, your joints, your knees, that kind of thing. So, what through what I've done so far, I've not... I've not been particularly sore okay. after these races. Um, this will be the one that I am. Watch. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, I'll just be like, just complete soreness. Um, I'm not particularly sore, but I'm just so out of energy. Like okay. I've got, I'm so drained. And then like, I, I've noticed it takes about three weeks till I'm recovered to the point where it's like, okay, if I had another race, I could go race okay. or, or, you know, I'm not, I could have my training run, you know, I could feel like I'm running well. And, and, and I've been talking with other people. That's, that seems pretty common. Um, some people do get really sore. Um, well, so three weeks is about when you'll run another race, but like, when would you go for another run? Like, will you go like the next day or you're like, yeah, like two, three days, something like that. Um, after my 50, I took a full five days off of running. Ooh. Um, and, um, other races, like my marathons, I've did like, a, like two or three days okay. off. Um, so there's a, a rule of thumb I saw out there that was basically, Take one day for every 10 miles. Okay. And round up. Oh, okay. So, um, so you know, if you run 66 miles, take a full week off. Um, now, I've heard, I've heard differing opinions on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, because a lot of people feel like, well, the best thing you can do for your body is to move. Okay. So, okay. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe you're not going out for like a long run, but maybe you go run for a mile or two mm-hmm. and just very slowly and just loosen up. And, uh, if nothing else, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, this, what I'm doing this weekend, I don't know how far I'm going to go, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, I'd like to hit a hundred K. Okay. Which is like 62, 62 and okay. a half miles. That's, yeah, I would say that's a good, uh, a good kind of goal to have. Um, and, um, and based on, you know, kind of what I did in the 50 mile, you know, that I, I'm not too worried with, with having 24 hours to do it. I, I don't see a problem with, I should be able to hit that without, um, too much trouble. And it's just a matter of though. Okay. After that, how far mm-hmm. do I go? What is your plan for like food throughout this? Like how are, uh, do you have, I mean, I know you have like the gel packets and like protein bars, but like, what have you planned? So what I'm looking at for this is, um, my biggest concern for the whole thing is having it is getting hydration, right? Mm -hmm. So, and part of hydration is making sure you're getting enough electrolytes now. So for, all the food that I'm going for, I wanted, uh, you know, I'm looking for very salty things um, okay. in general um, so that I don't have to pour all of the electrolytes into uh, into my um, my sports drinks or uh, 
um, or, you know, eating salt tabs, which I'm going to have to do, mm-hmm. you know, but so I'm looking for, um, so for food, uh, I'm curious what they're going to have at the aid station. So it's a loop. So there's one, a one aid station and they'll have food. They said, I think around seven o'clock they're bringing pizza. Oh, wow. There we go. I have a friend in the running club who's going to bring me Burger King <laughs> at some point. Very nice. Very uh, nice. I probably really won't eat much in terms of gels. Okay. Um, and it's pretty much just because it's kind of expensive and it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gels, gels kind of, I know people who run long distance races just on gels. Um, they'll do a hundred miles just on gels. Um, it's kind of a miserable existence though. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds, it sounds really hard. Yeah. Um, I, so it's like, I'm, I'm kind of looking for more for like real food. And I was talking with Erica about it and we're, what I'm thinking of doing is either, uh, is making some breakfast tacos, okay. wrapping them in foil and keeping them at my tent. Okay. You know, at least for the morning and then, uh, for the afternoon, um, you know, maybe we're looking, I'm looking for like potatoes. Okay. Um, like do some ego waffle. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you are looking for kind of like solid food, not yes. just not just kind of protein bars, gels. I could, like more. I think of them as like runner snacks, kind yeah. of a thing. Like you're looking for like full meals to get the energy and the, the electrolytes you're looking for. Yeah, f- like full meals, but broken up because mm-hmm. you like. So the thing with the challenge, the like one of the real challenges of these longer endurance events is you need a lot of calories to get through it. But because you're working out, your blood is diverted away from your stomach. So your stomach can't, um, it can't digest food as efficiently when you're running, which makes it. So you're kind of at in this fight of (laughs) your body's not quite sure what's going on. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's another, this was kind of another one of the things is like, that's beautiful about this loop of course. I can get a whole bunch of shit with me and try different stuff, see what's going to work for me in this kind of long looped course. And then I'll know, okay, this is coming with me to Tunnel Hill. This is definitely not coming with mm. me to Tunnel Hill. Um, it's a smart idea. Like, it's a really, I hadn't really thought about this because. Um, one of the things I, I did track in high school and one of the things my, my coach was really good about was getting us very different courses because we would get bored so easily. Mm-hmm. Like we hated being on the track. So the, upon like first hearing like, oh, I'm just going to do a loop course. That sounds terrible to me. Um, but now that you're, now that you've broken it down like this, I'm like, actually, that's a really good idea. Especially if you're, you're aiming for another race afterwards. Yeah. Well, and think about it. Like if I was, if I was like, uh, a teenager or like my, my, uh, younger twenties, like <laughs> I would not do a looped course. Oh no, 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 yeah, I'm like, that. I'm fine. I'm gonna I'll, live forever. I'll figure it out. Uh, you know, I would no, you, but you know, I think that it's 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 an interesting thing it comes to because you like you find so many people in running who get into running in like their thirties, mm-hmm. and I do think, especially with long distance endurance running, a lot of that has is a level of maturity. Mm-hmm. And being able to say, yes, this is going to be boring, but here's X, Y, and Z, why it's a good idea. I almost wonder if it's also just a bit of, in your 30s, you have to pay more attention to your body. Because you're getting older and you can't just, you know, do whatever you want with no consequences the next day. Mm -hmm. So I do kind of wonder if some of that is just... When you run this long distance, you have to pay more attention to what am I eating? How do I feel? You know, yeah. are my calves tight? Do I need do I need certain stretches? So that might just kind of lean into this kind of exercise. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it it's there's there's it's really appealing to people in a certain point in their life, and um. You know, it certainly grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
What I, are some of the personalities you run into? Like you've done a, you've done a couple of these longer races now. Have you noticed there's a very specific type of I don't know personality that you run into, or um, just backstory or anything like that? In the ultra space, mm-hmm. there is definitely a a much higher per, or it seems like there's a much higher percentage of people who have um, substance abuse problems. Okay. Okay. And uh, it, they, like there are so many stories of people who are alcoholics who got into running or, you know, wow. uh, addicts and got into running and, and that, you know, really saved them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think, I do think when you're talking about the ultra distances, like there is, um, it is very attractive to people who who fixate on things. Okay, no, and, that 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 would make sense because it takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. So, um, so you see that, you see, um, you see people who just you know, like to have a good time because <laughs> you know you th- you talk about like. You, so, like, uh, in not not this weekend, but next weekend mm-hmm. is the Badger. Okay. And yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, I've probably talked about it at nauseum. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that was the race I wanted to do. But, um, unfortunately, it's um, just not going to work for timing. So, uh, like, that's a, a 100, 100K, a 50, a 50K, a uh, marathon and a half. And, you know, if you're running the 50K, uh, like, you, or you're, even if you're running 100K, like, your cutoff time is super generous at that race. Mm. So, you get people who go who will go and walk a lot of it. You know, okay. they're not really pushing it. They're there to have a good time. And it's, and not to minimize their accomplishment in doing that at all. Absolutely not. Like if you go 50 K, I don't care if you walked it, if you ran it, I, it doesn't really matter to me. You did it. You did it. And it's, it's hard. Um, but you can definitely tell, like you can go and do a 50 K and have all day to do it, have a 12, 13 hour cutoff. And you can, you know, it's basically a cutoff. You can walk, and it's they'll go. They'll have fun at the aid stations. You know, it's it's a okay. little bit more of a party. Um, it sounds like a, kind of just a bigger example of what you see, just like at a at a five k. Yeah, like like oh, some people are just here to have to do the walk, and they want to walk it with their friends, and they're gonna have a good time and get a t shirt. That that is a very good uh, comparison to make uh and I like like you said like it's there's no judgment to it because like you came out, you did it. Right. Like that's it. That's the only thing that matters. You did it. Yeah, and you know, whether whether you're going to do a 50, you know, any distance, like like you it's hard and um it's but you can have it's it's interesting the difference though like if I let's say like I was going to go do a 50k and it had a 6-hour cutoff. Okay. That would be tough for me. Okay. Yeah. I'd no. Be, imagine. I'd be pushing it. Okay. Um. Now let's say that same course. I had ten hour cutoff. Okay. Mm, now I can stop at every aid station. <laughs> maybe do my Lord shot. Oh no, God. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, my Lord. Welcome to Chicago. Yes. <laughs> You know, so so it's interesting. So you get like people who who are there to have a good time and who enjoy mm-hmm. the people of yeah. the race more, uh, for sure. And I always I always think there's always kind of a community aspect to all this there. stuff too. Like I I did the Ragbri uh, a couple of years ago, and part it was really fascinating to see like the mix of people. Like I I think when I did it, I want to say, and this was before we figured out you know that he was uh, I guess doping, but. Um, Oh God! What was his name? Bike guy. He had cancer. Lance Armstrong. Thank you. Lance Armstrong was on one of them, and you would just sort of hear this like buzzing behind you, and then you'd be like, "What's that?" And you turn around, and then like, "Phew, phew, phew, phew!" There goes Lance and his team. 
But like everybody else was, you know, some dude had painted himself to look like a bull and mm-hmm. some people were here with, you know, groups from their, you know, hometown and they were raising money. And then I was mostly there for the the, the homemade pie. Sure. So like it's it's such a weird I, it, I feel like I feel like this is really interesting to me because I feel like this kind of shouldn't be strange to me when I asked that question. But I was like, I wonder who runs like 100 miles. But yeah, of course, it's going to be a big community of people. Of course, yeah. there's going to be a, a bunch of different people who do it their own way because it's also a community thing. It's for people to to get together. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And, you know, and, and I think because of especially what's cool about the 50K is because, you know, if you go so if you back up a minute, like a lot of ultras will have multiple distances, mm-hmm. you know, there will be, uh, if the, if the, if the, the big race for the weekend is the hundred mile, there'd probably be a hundred K. There might be a 50 mile. There might even be a 50 K. And, you know, usually those, you know, the cutoff times are not necessarily proportional. Okay. They can be. Um, but typically if a race is having a hundred mile, that's the race okay, of okay. the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> They're not really breaking that one down. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's you know, and so what they do with the the other distances is they're not like lesser, but you know, they're not the race. A little right? a little little less intense, maybe. Yeah, right. So so there's like a little more flexibility with it and um so you know, you can have these long cutoffs. So people who aren't as strong of runners can still go and finish a 50 K. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if you, so I went, I did a 50 K I did earlier this year was the earth day 50 K, mm-hmm. um, in crystal Lake, Illinois, um, which is, uh, put on by ornery mule racing, which is, uh, a fantastic race. Um, really cool organization, um, run by Michelle Hartwig. And, they that race that's a tough race mm-hmm. that was hard like like the terrain was the hard terrain or? was hard Yeesh. you're up and down up and down oh, the entire race there there is approximately 300 feet of flat trail to run the entire time. Oh, <laughs> which God. is a look which is <laughs> Not quite true. Ah, uh, the hill close. day probably it's, really came into into play with those. Oh my! It was I was just like, I thought I'd finish like around like six thirty between six thirty and seven, mm-hmm. and I ended up at like seven twenty two. Wow! And it was, you know, and it had an eight hour cutoff. Like mm-hmm. I I couldn't have slowed up much more than I did. And it, that was a tough race. That was really hard. Um, great time, uh, except aside <laughs> from the part where I rolled my ankle. Oh, that was that. That was that sucked because I, I, it was. There's this like section where you're, you go over a bike path and then you're kind of running down a hill, and it was dumb. It was all my fault because um, I was going too fast and I wasn't watching my footing, and and I rolled it. I felt it roll. Went to, and then I just had to, I just ran it out, and I seriously in that moment was like, my day is done. There's no way. Did it hurt the rest of the time you were running? It hurt for a while. Okay. I it did eventually like, kind of calm down, and, but yeah. So, um, extra fun. So yeah, super fun um running everybody we recommend it (laughs) you should do that we support it um yeah so uh i had a friend come to me once and she's like all right i think i think you're the person to ask this question what do i do when my toenails start falling off i'm like you have come to the right place (laughs) (laughs) like i'll sit down young padawan i will teach you through the many uh foot related injuries and running Oh man. Yeah. I had, had someone ask me the other day, uh Hey, um you know, uh, uh I, I think I need new shoes. Can you can you advise me on shoes? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh <laughs> You're like, Oh, it's my time. Yes. 
Well, I've noticed I always, I for some reason, always rip up the back of my uh, my ankles when I'm running, and it, like yeah. it doesn't matter the shoe. I've it just something that happens. And for years, I'm like, eventually, I will build a callus up, and this will not happen anymore. And it didn't. And I swear. So at this point, I just carry band aids with me at all times when I'm running because I'm constantly having one on there. Have the, you go, used Engo patches? I have not. What are those? Engo patches are. They they are a super low friction stick on. Okay. Um, and they sell them in um, they sell them in like ovals and like a rectangle, but they also have a heel patch. Interesting. And they sit very they're very thin. They sit flush to um flush to the material. So. And it just greatly reduces friction. I'll have to look those up because the one time I forgot to bring them with to a 5K, I ended the race and took my shoe off. And you'd have thought I had was like, you know, I'd murdered somebody with this sock. Like it just mm-hmm. really leaks through. And it, you know, it irritates it because it's always at that part on the shoe where it's just rubbing up against it the whole time. So it can't close and heal. Mm-hmm. What kind of socks do you wear? I've I've got to get better with the socks because mine are reaching. I mostly was just looking for like moisture wicking socks, mm-hmm. and at the time I was buying like very cheap ones. Mm-hmm. So now that I've allowed myself a larger sock budget, um, we're about to go a little crazy at Dick Pond. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna like fling the doors open. Like I'm here. <laughs> Show me your socks. <laughs> um. Do you, Do you know what like brand you've tried? Honestly, I, I mostly bought, like, whatever big bag of moisture-wicking socks I could find at, like, Walmart or Meyer. Okay. Um, so, because for a long time, I mostly just focused on the shoes. Like, that was what my entire, all my budget went to, like, am I wearing good shoes and, um, I, you know, and, and my sports bras. But now that I have a little extra cash to burn, I'm like, it's time to burn through you some gotta, socks. You gotta get some socks. It's gonna be great. You gotta get some socks. Well, because like, it's weird. You never really think about it. And in your head, like to me, it always sounded like, oh, my God, that's such a luxury. And it it is. You don't need them. But at some point, if you're noticing like an injury, if you're noticing like, wow, it's really uncomfortable for my feet to be doing X, Y, Z, it could be your equipment. Yeah, it, it, it can be. And it, I mean, if you're if you're experiencing, you know, um, uh, blisters or getting beat up um, at the 5K distance. That is almost definitely equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I, <laughs> the laundry list. So <laughs> I could go through, like, I really like Smartwool socks. Um, okay. They're really, I, I, I wear Smartwool a lot. Um, they, they're warm in the summer. They're wool. So, but they are, they are really, uh, they are good. Um, most of the year, I really like Belega socks. Okay. Um, and actually, that's what these are. I oh, bought, okay. I bought, you, you can't see it, but he's showing me a pair yeah. of socks right now. Uh, the, these are Belega Hidden Comfort. Ooh. Um, I bought those for Erica. They're these are some of the best run socks. Um, okay. The ones that I have uh, upstairs, they're a little thicker, so I don't wear them in the summer. Um, for the summer, um, I wear. Uh, you know, a thinner sock. I have um, a pair of uh, Injiji uh, toe okay. socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are really cool. I like those. Um, I use, I have their trail socks too for the cooler months. Um, and those come up high. Uh, Exo toes or Exo skins uh, uh, socks. They're awesome. Uh, features are really really fantastic socks um and you know i I go on there's so many brands but well it's like feet are sometimes a weird thing to talk about but like it's you got to take care of your feet if you're a runner like granted the bottom of my feet are so calloused i this is not a joke i broke a glass once and was picking up the pieces and did not notice i had stepped on a piece until because the callus was so thick and i was like oh this is fine but it's it's one of those things where like you you got to take care of them because they'll rip up and you know they'll get very dry or you're gonna beat them up to an extent. So there does come a point where you're you, when you're trying to take care of your body and you're getting older because you're about to you know turn eighty five or something. <laughs> um, 
I make it sound like I'm about to like, you know, pass out tomorrow. But, you know, you have to make sure that if there is a repeat injury, you're looking into it. And I was just ignoring it because, you know, I'm just kind of used to it. I was like, nah, it's fine. I'll I'll handle it. And, you know, it's just something I'm going to take care of. Have you um, heard of the book Fixing Your Feet? No. What is that? Uh, So uh, I can't remember the author's name. Um, um, We should, before you leave. I'll, yeah, no, I'll show no, you, but it it is like the foot Bible, Ooh. basically, and he the the um the authors um he added a co-author in the latest edition, um they just go through everything you should be doing for taking care of your feet. Nice, and um I've been reading it um lately. I, you know I I'm just I'm really worried about this race. On Saturday, mm-hmm. well, it's a it's a really long distance. It's a long distance, and my feet fucking sweat. And I <laughs> I did a, it was like two weeks ago. I did a long run with the club, and like I was supposed to go twenty. I stopped after ten because my my shoe was so soaked. Oh, okay. And it said, you know what? There's just no there's no point in pushing it any further. Sure. You know, I'll risk a blister and. But um, and and it's too close to my race. So, but I was like, oh man. So I've been reading through it and like looking at a lot of things and like one of the things he talks about in the book is like file your calluses. Like you do not want calluses mm. because what happens is because people kind of have uh, this idea like, oh well, the callus will protect me. The problem is you can get blisters under your calluses. Yeah. Oh God, it's not pretty. Yeah, I've and, not ever had one, but I've been around others who have. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, that 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 don't sound good. <laughs> well, because it's a lot of it is weirdly like protecting your skin, yeah. and your feet are going to be in a very <laughs> tight, hot, dark environment, and you yeah. just got to take care of them in a very particular way. You got to make sure they're clean. You got to make sure it's dry. But if you're running, you know, about a hundred miles, I can imagine that's suddenly a different level of concern. Yeah. And so you gotta, you just gotta be very active with it. And mm-hmm. like, I've started like, um, uh, I've, I've got a, a foot cream mm-hmm. that I put on before I go to bed. Hey, and no, then no, I, no. <laughs> and then I put socks on over them so they don't run out. So this is a running podcast. So if you're upset by any of this, you're in the wrong, <laughs> running wrong spot. Place. Pick a different sport. <laughs> I, I, I did have to laugh though. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what am I fucking like a hundred years old? I'm putting <laughs> foot cream on my feet before I go to sleep. Oh man! Whenever I get a pedicure, they're like, "Your feet are so beautiful now," and I'm like, "Yeah, that'll last like 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about to go downhill." You can only go down. Yeah, it's uh, all downhill from here. Um, I had a, my track coach back in high school used to warn us. She's like, your feet will never be lily soft again. It's over now. It is just time to give it up, which yeah, is fine. <coughs> Excuse me. It's interesting because I, I think, you know, I, I didn't run track. Mm-hmm. Um, and I But I do kind of know from the exposure that I had to high school sports, you know, that they're, they're always, and from what I've heard from others is like, it's kind of just this mentality of toughen the fuck up mm. and just suck it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm finding outside of the high school environment is there's a lot more focus on, you can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it should not hurt. No, 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 no. If it hurts, something's wrong. Right. And you should fix what's wrong and and not and, and so like Because the, the mentality of like just ride it out, if it really hurts, your body's trying to tell you something. And right. you've probably injured something. And if you push it, instead of being out for like a week, you could be out for a month. Yeah. Um, which I know, I know is kind of a problem across the board with runners. Like we don't want to, we don't really want to owe up to the fact that we might be injured and have to stop running. Yeah. Um, cause it just, you know, I, I, I personally, a lot of like my mental health is in my running. Like it, to me, it's like a little right. meditation. It's very soothing. Um, helps me sleep. 
So I don't want to stop doing it. Right. So the idea that I'm injured, like, is terrifying to me. I'll just kind of go like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. But unfortunately, sometimes the best thing you can do is take a rest. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's, it's, it's hard to do. And, you know, I had, um, I went out for uh, a hill workout with the club probably two weeks ago today, uh, or yesterday. And in the days after I was, I suddenly got really bad shin pain uh. and I have never had shin splints before. Um, and I was like, I am within two weeks of my race. Mm-hmm. The fuck. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I ran those downhills harder than I should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and, you know, so I ended up taking a couple of days off and that's so hard to do. Just like, j- you know, cause like this week, taking it easy this week is, is not hard to do for me. Like mm-hmm. I know some runners really struggle with taper week. Okay. Um, they call it the taper tantrums <laughs> and, and, but I, I don't really struggle with that because in my mind, I'm like, no, I should be resting this week. I should be taking it easy and just keeping loose because I'm going to run for 24 fucking hours on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to make up for the taper. Yeah. Week, I'm going to make up. Okay. Strava's going to, the, the week on my Strava is going to look absurd. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so that, but the week before this week, if that week's easy, mm. that I have more, that I have trouble because you should be, you should be coming down, but you still should be active. And so like last week I was, you know, I skipped two days last week and that was so hard to do. It really was. And it was the right, it was the right decision. Yeah. I've, you know, by the weekend I felt fine. You know, and that that shin pain had gone away, and it hasn't come back. So, well, I've I've only recently, and I've I have played sports my whole life. I've been running since I was like eleven or twelve. Like, I've only recently really been taking into account, like, am I exhausted today? Like, mm-hmm. I you know, you can still go, but you don't have to go as hard or fast as you yeah. necessarily do. Because for years, I just thought like, no, 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 you're always pushing it as far and as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult, actually, to kind of get myself trained into a way that takes into account, like, there's an ebb and flow of your energy levels. There's an, how much did you sleep? How much did you eat today? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's tough because there is that voice in my head that's just kind of saying like, you know, you're not really putting your all into it. You know, if you're here, why aren't you putting everything at a hundred? And it's, it's weird to kind of have to look at it in a long-term basis. Yeah. And it's more helpful that way. It really is. It's healthier that way. I'll be able to do this for longer, but yeah, man, it is, it's weird to see how unhealthy certain thought patterns are when you've been doing them for so long. Yeah. Well, it, it, it comes back to like what I was talking about earlier and like, when I when I list it out, there's all sorts of good reasons for me to do this race this weekend, but there's that part of me that's like, and everyone has this in their head that there's there's this one thing about it they don't like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. focus on that instead of all the good reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar, like, um, well, if I, yeah, but if I take if if you if you take the run easy, you do conversational pace for an hour like that's going to build your aerobic base that's going to allow you to be better at races and just generally improve your fitness yeah but i won't feel like i did it hard enough yeah and that's that's where your mind goes to immediately you're like if i didn't go 100 percent and pass out and throw up at the end and need to be carried off in a stretcher what was even the point 5ks are evil oh yeah (laughs) 5ks are so evil I don't know why they're there because I, I do love them. But like at the end of them, I'm like sprint. I'm like, you don't need to do that. I'm like sprint everything. Everything's on the table. Nothing left. Just go to the finish line. And the fr- I, I still haven't done a 5K where I haven't done that. And I'm I'm kind of looking forward to being like, what if we just like ran one like a normal human being? Like not crazy, not like looking to pass out for the rest of the day. But, you know, you just enjoy the 5K. No, there's a, it's impossible. Yeah, probably. I, I'm I'm living in a dreamland. <laughs> remember, well, remember we ran the 5K in the fall at, at the Arboretum, and like that was the week before Chicago. <laughs> I'm sitting here saying, 
Yeah, I mean, I just like the Arboretum. You know, it's it's a fun ride. Like, yeah, I'll easy take it easy. It's, you know, suddenly pushing it in the last half. Um, but yeah, no, I just five k's. Five k's are weird no, distance. They're fun. They're they can fun. be fun. They can be fun, or they can make you want to die. Well, I always I and I've started doing this because my dad and I used to do this where. Every 5K I run, I pick somebody in front of me and I go, I'm going to pass them. Yeah. And then I pass them. And I'm like, I'm going to pass the next person. And I can't run a 5K and not do this. And there again, there's a part in my brain that's like, what if we just like ran it? I'm like, no, get away from me. This We have, we have a purpose. I'm trying to get a well, time here. Well, so so this is this is a funny thing because like, you know, my entire plan for this weekend is to it's is for it to be a, a training run, mm-hmm. right? There's the part in my brain now <laughs> that's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what would be amazing, actually? <laughs> there are 43 people registered for this race. I was going to ask how many people are expected at this. There are 43 people registered for that for this race at that distance. Um, and let's see. How can, can I get there fast? I think I can because I've like I've gone to the website so many times at this point. Do you think you're guaranteed 43 people? Like do you think people just won't show? Uh people will definitely bow out mm. um but there is race day registration. Oh, okay. Do you get like drop-ins on these kind of things? See, I don't know that you're going to get anyone dropping in for 24 hours. I would be really shocked. Maybe one Excuse or me, two. I'd be people. really shocked at that. I I think you get drop-ins on the 12 hour um in the six hour um there's a relay as well um there's only one there's only one team on the 24 hour relay um so there's there's 43 people entered for the the 24 hour there are 37 entered for the 12 hour okay and there are 24 entered for the six hour i'm not gonna look at the um at the the relays um, and then like 14 entered for the three hours. So I think at the shorter time, the shorter lengths, um, you're going to get plenty of people who are going to show up race day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think on the 24 hour. Did they at least give you a t-shirt for this? Like I, I know you showed t-shirt. me. You do get a t-shirt. I do. Okay. It's a blue t-shirt and it's got a little logo right here. Okay. And nothing on the back. I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm throwing this down right now. If you're in a race and it doesn't give you a t-shirt, tries to give you something else. It's bullshit. Now, playing bullshit. On here, that. here's here's the question: Do you prefer a technical tee or a casual tee? Oh, that's a good question. See, the casual tee is nice because then you can wear it places right. and be like, "Oh, this that's mm-hmm. the 5K around. It's not a big deal. No, whatever." But the technical tee is nice because I wear those more when I run. Exactly, because then you don't have to buy running exactly. shirts. Exactly, they're so nice. Oh, the material is nice. They're helpful. They're wicking. <laughs> I've got so many stupid. <laughs> From when I ran the dopey challenge, I got six t-shirts oh and they're God. long sleeves. Yeah. Oh, long sleeve. I guess because of the sunburn or. I, I have no idea. That is, I that's was a like, choice. <laughs> what? Well, they give you the long sleeves so you feel like you're getting something. But yeah. then you still want to buy the t-shirt. <laughs> well, of course you do. The After extra the dopey t-shirt. challenge. You're not in your right mind. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to buy those t-shirts. It was like the finisher T-shirt for Dopey was like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, mm-hmm. nope. I'll have the medals and all of these long sleeve <laughs> shirts. Is a lot. Oh, so much money. I was, and it's Disney, so you expect it to be like an insane price. But still, yeah, yeah. Um, What's funny is that like any of the five Ks I do, I have found that there's like a sweet sup sweet spot five K. Like, mm-hmm. like if it's a little too fun in games, like I did the color run once and I mm-hmm. didn't like that. Um, there's uh, there's one where it's like at night and it's just sort of like a like a like a glow light kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like again, no. Uh, but like the Morton Arboretum one, perfect. That's nice a great setting, race. nice place, good T shirt, but it's still a run. Like, yeah. if it's more a game than a run, I usually don't like it. And I, they're fun. They've got their place. Like, yeah. And I, I would do one, like, with a friend or something. But when I do a 5K, I t- like, I've done, like, the Roselle Run for the Roses. Like, yeah. usually, like, individual town 5Ks are a lot of fun. The Brookfield Zoo one, excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, 
love running by those lions and then thinking I'm prepping for them escaping one day. <laughs> nice, nice try, lions. Lions. <laughs> I, yeah, I, see, I don't like, a, there are a lot of 5Ks that um, aren't timed. Mm, that fascinates me. I don't like that. No, me neither. I, I like, like knowing what my time I was. Want, I want, I want, because to me, that's half the point of, of running a race mm-hmm. is for timing, you know, and, and like what I really want out of a 5k is I want, all I really want is timing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all no, the other yeah, stuff, exactly. like, okay, if you got like an atmosphere or whatever, but you know, like some 5ks will be like 50 bucks or more. The, the pricing can get a little insane. Um, and it's hard to just like, well, you get a t-shirt and, Okay, I mean, I, get I don't a t-shirt really shirt all on my own. <laughs> I, I don't really care about the t-shirt. I don't need a finisher medal. Mm-hmm. Not for those. I hate on a five k. Like I don't need a finisher medal. I think that's a waste. <laughs> Give me the t-shirt. The t-shirt's amazing. Yeah, you're not gonna carry that medal anywhere. I, I would. I would rather like. And I get it. For some people, they do want the medal. And, and if you want people, the medal, great. For some people, like the 5K is a really, really, really big deal. They're aiming for it. Right. It's a goal. I can see why you'd want it then. Right. And, no, and nothing against anyone who no. wants it. Absolutely not. Again, you did it. That, yeah. is the, that is the important part. You did the thing. I just not. Like, if you're going to say, well, you're getting all this shit. Well, it's like, okay, we'll take away some of the shit and charge me less money. Yes. Thank you. Um. That's why. So, like. Uh, have you heard of Parkrun? No. Parkrun is like this kind of international organization mm-hmm. where they organize like local 5Ks mm. and they're generally free, but they're timed. Okay. So the nearest one to here is actually down by Starved Rock. That would be amazing. So they do them Saturday mornings, mm. and I do. I would like to go down and uh, do it one time. I would do a 5K like that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, because that's just go see how fast you can run. Because like, I, I really, I kind of have a general idea of how fast I can, I'm, yeah. my 5Ks usually are. So I, I always time them. I don't like track them though. Yeah. So when I do an actual 5k that I'm actually, I'm always checking the last 5k to see how I did. And it's more for me like to to see like, did I get worse? Did I get better? You know, how am I, how am I doing overall kind of a thing? Cause I don't, I just don't log it because I don't like spending that much time analyzing a 5k just cause I always have like the same general kind of numbers. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, if you, if you're like, like I ran the my my impromptu marathon at the Arboretum mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Okay. Like if I if my GPS watch is off by a little bit, it's that's not gonna matter too much in time. But at a five K, that's not accurate at all. No. That can be you know, you can be very off. Um and the only way to really know is to be on a chip time course. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's that's what I want. Give me like, you know what I want? I want a twenty dollar five k. Oh, those be beautiful. Give me a twenty dollar five k. I just need a bib and a timing chip. <laughs> I don't even really need the t shirt. Uh, what my my uncle does a lot of long distance running, and one time I saw his like he's been doing this for years. I saw his t shirt collection. It was insane. I have never seen like <laughs> wall to wall t shirts. Nice. Um, it was it was I was amazed. I'm like, are, do you keep all of them? And he's like, yeah, for the most part, because I I feel like I'm constantly after a while like they turn into pajamas and then they you know I throw them out. So like yeah. after a while they're kind of cycling through my my laundry, but. I mean, I don't. I do tend to keep all of them for a while, but I will never collect that many. <laughs> so, one thing I, I I wanted to kind of get to today, and yep. um, in this is this is kind of an interesting thought I had over the last couple of days, because you know, when you're going into a big race, uh, I mean, you think a lot about like what's kind of what's pushing you there, and what's your why, and, and especially like. You know, I knew like at I was thinking about like in my fifty, like by the time I was in the forty miles, like I was struggling a little bit, and it, there was a it was starting to get tougher mentally. Um, uh, and I think a lot of that was just I didn't wasn't getting enough electrolytes, but still, so I was like, you know, I I really wanna I wanted to think about this and like like 
why am I doing this? Why are you doing this? Like, because as the title of this uh, indicates, a lot of people hear this and go like, did you say a hundred miles? A <laughs> hundred miles. miles. That's an interesting Like a number. one, zero, like, zero. Are you sure it's a hundred and not like a mile? <laughs> like, are you, are you sure? A hundred meters? A hundred meters? Like centimeter? What are we doing here? What is a meter? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is America, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> I know four hundred of them go around a track. Um, and you know, I was kind of thinking about it, and it, you know, because clearly at this point, like, I don't. I'm not. I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, okay, I I, I built myself. I got through a marathon. Like, I did a 50-mile race. I did a hard 50K. Like, I did the Dopey Challenge. And I've done all of this in a absurdly short amount of time. And so, I was like, well, why, why, keep, why keep going? Why? Because there's a school of thought that's like, why go? Like, don't, don't go for 100 right away. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, spend some time at the fifties and get before. Please tell me there's not like a two hundred mile after this. I have. There are absolutely two hundred mile races. Dear God, but um, there's one called the Bigfoot Two Hundred <laughs> in Washington. Well, I bet that T-shirt's amazing. It probably has a cool T-shirt. Um, but I was thinking about it, and I said, you know, I I look at like. I started thinking about like all of the things in my life where I have quote unquote failed. Okay. All right. And you know, as I kind of like go through that list and, and you know, I really dissect it. It's like, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really try as hard as I could have. So I didn't really fail so much as I quit. Okay. And I I think going for a hundred miles really presents an opportunity for me to get to the point where I might actually reach the actual limit. I might actually fail to the point that I'm not just quitting, like I actually cannot go any further. You think that's what you're mentally looking for? Like, like you're not the one making the decision that you have to stop. It's it's kind of a little out of your hands. Not so much, not so much that because like okay. I, I don't want to push myself to the point where like the medics are like ah, saying you, you don't can't want to be passing out. No, anywhere. but I, I, I want, I want to. What I'm looking for is to get to the point where like I would quit, like okay. where I'm saying where I'm starting to have that conversation in my head of like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. Like no one's making me keep going. Mm-hmm. I could just bow out. So right now it, it's mentally satisfying for you to be doing this. Like you get to the end, you feel good about it. Right. You don't, but you do still have kind of the itch to scratch, so to speak, where you want to do another one. Are you looking to hit a point where you finish and you're like, honestly, I don't want to do that again. Um, I don't know if I'm like looking for get to the point where I don't want to do it again as much as like, I want for, for these goals. Like I want, if I do, if I do stop, if I do bow out of the race, I want to know, I want to believe deep down that there really wasn't another option. Okay. That I could not have gone on any further. You did everything in your power to finish it. You prepped, you you did everything possible, and it's still you, you still decided, like, no, I'm good. Like, you took yourself as far as you could to a safe degree and still went, nah, we're done now. We, this is, yeah. And if, you know, if I hit that point, I don't think I'd be very upset by that. I mean, you know, a DNF is still very difficult to deal with. I've not had to deal with that yet. Uh, If I stay in the ultra space at some point, I will DNF something. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
you know, it's 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 kind of like it's just knowing like I don't feel like what I've I don't feel like any of the distances I've done thus far mm. have I hit a point where like I've started saying to myself, "Hey, maybe let's not do this again." Okay. You know, where I've really had to talk myself in to keep going. And I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. It's to, to get to that point and to push through it and to overcome that and to be say, no, I committed to doing this. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Maybe it is stupid. Maybe there is no real point to it. I don't have to do it, but I committed to doing it. So I'm going to see it through. And and I think from everything I've read and everything I've, you know, from people I've talked to, you know, that is incredibly likely mm-hmm. for me to hit on route to 100 miles. Okay. That you won't necessarily hit with even 50. You know, I had, I had a short low moment in my 50, but not really, you know, and, and to be able to work through that and get through it, I think is that's something I'm looking for. I think that makes complete sense. Like to me anyway, like I I think sometimes we do these things. I don't want to say push out of our comfort zone because it's even further than that. Like we're Mm -hmm. actively looking for our own limits sometimes, I think. Right. Because they're scary to get to and you have to build towards them. And I, I, I feel like it gives... I don't know, like a weird feeling of closure sometimes to get to those limits and just be like, you know what? I did everything I could in my power. I've tried. I've put it all forward and we're done. It's this is where this is the end of the line and this is where I get off. And I do. I think there's something very healing about that because it gives an end on things. And I think a lot of things in our lives we don't get like a very kind of solid end. And it's a very hard emotion to get to. Thank you, television shows. Yeah. Oh, Game of Thrones. (laughs) It's just an open wound that's never going to close, okay? <laughs> I will always be angry. I'm never getting over it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, it's very true. Um, and, you know, of course, um, when I finish 100, um, yes, there are distances further. There are, um, there are a, a fair number of 135-mile races, which I don't know why that's the number um but it is um there are 200 mile races right now a bunch of lunatics are running across the state of tennessee what? The, the last annual vol state 500 kilometer race godspeed guys um they're close to the end they're they're almost done they've been out there for seven days wow um you've got so you've got you got stuff like that um yeah i I think there's there of course are there's the the bad water 135 there's the arrowhead 135 there's the scobia um there's uh how do you say the marathon de sable or okay yeah 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 in morocco um yeah there's a run in japan that actually takes you up oh god i'm so sorry i'm gonna forget the mountain it's right in tokyo mount fuji thank you that's it like it takes you through like the woods uh, the forest around it there's an oatmeal comic about it actually (laughs) (laughs) that sounds cool it sounds amazing (laughs) so you know so yeah i mean there's 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 a lot of things that are well and far beyond even a hundred and you know, I, I I don't those don't necessarily attract me in the same way mm-hmm. though. Like because those are more to me those are more adventures. Yeah. This the even though they're races, they're adventures. And maybe I'd wanna do one one day, but I don't know. I we'll see we'll see where I get to. Um but uh first I gotta get through this weekend. Yeah. And um I've I've got two more nights to um to finish my prep work and 
uh, and uh, I got, I mean, I'm, I'm geared up. I'm ready to go. I've got my like four pair of shoes that I plan on bringing with me. <laughs> got your good socks. Like eight got pair your lucky, of socks. Got your lucky shorts. And my, my rabbit uh, uh, full length sun hoodie. <laughs> I will not say what that reminds me of. <laughs> It was sperm. It's sperm. It reminded me like of sperm. sperm, man. <laughs> Send me that photo, and I'm like, oh, God, no. They had to pick a different color. Why? <laughs> it's not fair. That joke is right there. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm not sure when we'll record next, but. Um, no, I, I. you know what? I, I feel like this is a good place to stop, but I'm really interested to talk to you after this race now. Yeah, I, it, sh- it, it should be interesting. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to put a uh, one on the calendar after after we uh how do how do you say sign off log off of a podcast we'll go sign off sign off we'll I go think. sign off like on radio yeah because uh yeah no now I'm very interested to hear what your mental state was through this yeah I'm 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 very curious especially if we get the rain Oof, yeah yeah rain it rain at night running uh, yeah it's it'll be interesting but. Um, thank you all for listening uh, to this, our second episode. Thank you for hearing us uh, ramble and make, you know, Game of Thrones comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta throw a little other flavor. Yeah, it yeah, can't little, just little, be little basil. It's like a little basil. A little, a little basil. Game of Thrones basil. <laughs> it's a little Game of Thrones It's very basil. bitter. Ugh, it's so bitter. <laughs> um... As always, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you get the opportunity, please check out, um, you know, Subtle Interference, uh, also on the Team Puma Knife Network of Podcasts. Um, <coughs> and, uh, you know, I know <coughs> they're in a bit of a hiatus right now, but uh, we have a nice back catalog of uh, real play D&D session, uh, improvised weapons. Uh, also available uh so give it a check out and uh thanks again have a wonderful day whatever day it is good night <laughs>